Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hello, and welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. This is your host, Mathia Ford, and this is our 28th podcast being released July 3rd, 2014. And I'm still on a Wednesday release schedule, but I'm a little behind this week, so it's a day late. Um, But this, all the information I talk about, you can find the links at renaldiethq.com forward slash 028. Again, that's renaldiethq.com forward slash 028 for all the show notes and information. I want to thank you for listening. I have a group of loyal listeners, and I want you to know how much I appreciate you. And I really do um, do this for you, and I want you to know that I am um, I thought about not doing it this week, and I thought I need to make sure and stick with my people that are committed to me. So... Today I'm going to talk about a couple things. I want to talk about this month we're looking at like picnics and eating out. And I want to talk about picnic safety and food safety today. And then later in the month I'll talk about eating out. But picnics can be great ways to enjoy your summer days. Here in Oklahoma it's been 90, 80 degrees in the evening, it gets down to 70. And we actually all sat on our front porch on our back porch last night and kind of watched fireworks booming in the distance. And it was beautiful and very little humidity, not something that's normal for Oklahoma in the middle of July. But it was, um, it's picnics are a great way to enjoy a summer day. And I want to address that and give you some thoughts to keep that food safe because I don't want you to take food and um, have it out there to picnic and be unsafe with it. Um, I want to review about how to keep your um, food safe, especially a lot of times people use leftovers for um, takeout and um, takeout for their um, picnics and those need to be put away correctly so that you can use them safely. I also want to talk about keeping your fresh produce um, in a safe manner. And then a little um, preview for next week. I'm going to talk about July being berry month. And, you know, a lot of the things you can eat with chronic kidney disease are like blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. And (laughs) this week I'm actually making strawberry cobbler for my um, family for 4th of July. But we have blackberries in the backyard that are delicious as well. And so next week I'm going to talk about that. And then I'm going to talk about some myths related to food safety. And I'm going to give you all of the resources at the website for you to review. And um, for those of you, I forgot at the very beginning, but for those of you who are in the U.S., if you're celebrating, happy 4th of July. And if you're not celebrating, and if you celebrated earlier this week in Canada, happy Canada Day. And um, if you're in England, I guess I don't know what you would be celebrating. Um, So anyway, but to get started, I want to talk about keeping your food safe when you're going out on a picnic. And a wonderful picnic um, 
you know, you can, anybody can make a picnic. It doesn't have, it doesn't stop you just because you have chronic kidney disease. And I actually encourage you if you feel good enough and it's a nice enough day to get out there and do that. Um, but a lot of times we leave leftovers in the back of our refrigerator and, um, don't know how long it's been there. Didn't do anything to label it. It may have some things growing in it. Um, did you ever open your um, bread and see that green mold on it and go, okay, I guess I took a little too long to eat that bread. But a lot of times food can be unsafe and not even have that on it. It might have a an odor to it or it, it might not even look or smell or taste bad. It just, it is and you don't know it. Um, when you make food and you cook it, you should cook it to a certain temperature and that all depends on the type of food. But for the most part, it's around 160 degrees internal temperature and, um, cooked foods should not remain at room temperature. So when you get them out and you're setting it out for everybody to eat more than two hours, the quicker you get it in the refrigerator, the better cover it up, refrigerate it. I know it's easy enough to leave things on the counter, but you really should get them put away as soon as possible. Um, there are some foods like fruit, like apples or oranges or bananas that can be left out at room temperature and stored for several days. Um, you shouldn't you shouldn't leave food out to cool. Um, I know sometimes it thinks you think it's probably strange to put it in the refrigerator to cool, but you should kind of put it into smaller dishes and then put it into cool. And if you use my meal plans, you may, you know, a lot of times the meal plans are for four to six people and it may be only two of you. And so what I recommend a lot of times is people take those and kind of divide it in half and save the next for the, for the next day. Well, that involves you cooking the whole meal and then you need to take it and refrigerate it as soon as possible, the part you're not going to eat at dinner that evening or at lunch that day. Um, put it in your um, refrigerator as soon as possible, cover it up, put it in a covered container. You can freeze it if you can. Just make sure that it's not in a big bulk amount so that it freezes fairly quickly. Um some foods can be left at room temperature and stored on the countertop or in cupboards, uh, in covered containers. We all know canned foods can be done with that. Bread can be left on the counter in its original packaging, but it keeps longer if you put it in the fridge. It may not taste the best. It may taste a little stale if you have it in the fridge. Um, but what I also tell people to do is <laughs> I had a customer who I was talking to the other day, and he told me that he was eating some uh, I think it was like an Ezekiel type bread. And so, but he wasn't eating a whole lot cause he was, um, diabetic. And so I recommended to him that he put that in the freezer. That bread is very expensive. And so put it in the freezer, take out a couple slices at a time, allow it to come to room temperature. So maybe set it out for an hour, you know, or toast it if you want it toasted. And then that way you're not going to have bad bread, but you still can have it and it's still available. Um, 
you know, with app, I'm going to give you some examples of things that you can store at room temperature. Apples, um, pears, oranges, any sort of uncut fruit, maybe like a mango or something. You could store it for three to four days at room temperature and then put it in the refrigerator. If you put a store-bought but loaf of bread out on the counter, it's about seven days, and then you should put it in the refrigerator. Um, canned fruit, tomatoes, pickles, anything acidic can be in the cabinet for 12 to 18 months. Vegetables, canned vegetables, soups, and meats that are canned two to five years. And unopened things like crackers, chips, snacks, three to eight months. Now, it just depends. I would look at the expiration date that's on those products and see what type of expiration date it might have on it. Refrigerated storage. um, Refrigerators help to cool down foods at a, a quicker temperature. But to help them do it quicker, I talked about earlier, breaking foods into smaller amounts into shallow containers. So if you have some small, we have some small quart-sized bowls or pint-sized bowls that we have lids for, that you can break food down into smaller amounts to make it quicker to cool. And um, cut larger like pieces of meat. Like, for example, we had meatloaf. And I cut the whole piece of meatloaf the whole loaf into the slices, first of all, so it's evenly cut. But second of all, now when I store it, I can store it and there'll be some airspace between and it'll cool much easier. Um, Refrigerate or freeze perishables, prepared foods, and leftovers within about two hours of using or creating them. Um, Your refrigerator should be about 41 degrees or below Fahrenheit. You should have some sort of thermometer in your refrigerator telling you that and when you put items in the refrigerator make sure that you spread them out in the refrigerator so there's good airflow around everything um you don't want to just put everything on one shelf or cram it all up where it can't flow the air around because that's not going to let it get enough um cooling refrigeration just slows down the process of bacteria um growing so they'll only you know, stay good like milk and dairy and stuff only stays good for a certain amount of time. It's not indefinite. Should always be covered in your refrigerator. First of all, to slow down the growth of bacteria, but second of all, to keep it from affecting other foods or absorbing the flavors of other foods. That helps. Remember what I said at the beginning about having the thing in the back of your refrigerator that you didn't know what it was and you need to label your food, label your containers. Um, It's really helpful, especially in the freezer, if you label what it is um, and when you put it in there, because it can be a while. Um, I know some restaurants do this for you, but if they don't and you bring something home from the restaurant, please write it on there. If a food looks or smells bad, throw it out. Don't put too much in your refrigerator. Try to um, make sure that the air can circulate. Your... Most time, the fresh ground meat and poultry and seafood is good for one or two days. Your any sort of cooked meat or um, casseroles are good for three to four days. Your lunch meats are good for about three to five days. A steak or a roast, three to five days. Milks, 
creams, cottage cheese, ricotta cheese, um, seven to 10 days, and then fresh eggs in a shell or a hard cheese um, that's not shredded, about three to four weeks is about how long things are good for. Okay. And last but not least, you have a freezer. And your freezer, you can, if you have leftovers that you know you're not going to eat in the next couple days, then, or like that bread I was talking about earlier, you can put them in the freezer to stop bacteria from growing. Your freezer is going to be at or about or below zero degrees Fahrenheit, and you should have a refrigerator or thermometer in there telling you. You can keep your food from getting freezer burned by using them as quickly as possible, keep your freezer at as, as close to zero as possible, and put them in good airtight containers. I put things in the Ziploc bags, and then I use a straw and suck out the extra air to keep it as little air in there as possible and to use them as quickly as possible. Use the first items I put in. So if I put in hamburger in there, I'm writing the date on it and I know which date I'm going to pull out first. Um, prevent ice cream freezer burn by placing plastic wrap on the top before replacing the lid. So you can put plastic wrap on top of the ice cream and label and date your food and use the first in first out. Ice cream's good for about one to two months. Bread, ground meat, and cooked dishes or casseroles about two to three months. Fish, seafood, three to six months. And any sort of fresh meat is six to 12 months, considering that you followed all the guidelines beforehand, like properly cooking it and everything else. Okay, now we've talked about the ways to store your food. So if you have some food in your fridge and you're going out for a picnic, one thing you may want to do is make sure you have some sort of ice packs in there and that you've got a little bit of a cooler area. Wrap it up in towels or something so it's cool. Only take the food out about an hour before you're ready to go on your picnic. Don't, if you don't have a cooler, don't take your picnic and then carry it around with you like for two or three hours at the zoo and then pull everything out because that's just going to be bad. So take your picnic items, put them in your basket with the ice packs on them and then the things that you don't need ice packs for, then keep those separate, but try to keep all the foods that need to be cold together. The other thing you can do is not make your food until you get there. So if you have, if you're going to have sandwiches and you need to make sandwiches, then don't make your sandwiches till you get there. Make a, um, take your lunch meat, take your, take your bread, keep them separate if it's going to be a while and you can keep them cold. Um, and then make them as you're at the area. Also consider taking like baby wipes or something that you can keep your hands clean before you go to eat so that you're keeping washing your hands off. Now, when I think about like fresh produce that is great this time of year, like at the farmer's market or at the grocery store, um, important things when you're looking at buying those is making sure the items are not bruised. So I bought tomatoes this week, for example, and I looked at them and several of them had a big dent in them. Like, you know, it's sometime a little rough, I think, traveling. Um, peaches, uh, nectarines, same thing. 
just about any fruit can get a bruise and just make sure that it doesn't have it. And bag your fruits and vegetables separate from your meat. That just, especially your chicken, that just makes a lot of sense because you know you can have bacteria growing on those products and then you're not going to cook your veg- your fruits um, before you eat them. So you're allowing them to have more bacteria. So bag them separately from the meat, poultry, and seafood. Store them. Um, anything that's perishable like strawberries, lettuce, herbs, mushrooms. You know, we already talked about like apples, oranges, bananas can sit on the counter strawberries, onions, that type of stuff needs to go in the fridge. And anything that's pre-cut or peeled needs to go in the fridge. And when you're getting ready to make something, what I like to do for a um, a picnic is to pre-peel the orange, because otherwise it's kind of messy when you're out there eating, if you're going to eat an orange. Or if you're going to have a... Um, banana you can cut the tip off now I know oranges and bananas can be high in potassium so if you're not able to eat those don't freak out but an apple can be easily cut ahead of time and then dipped in lemon juice a little bit of water and lemon juice and it keeps it from getting real brown you can also buy apple slices pre-cut that are very nice um your strawberries you can cut the tops off of them ahead of time before you even take them but just get them ready before you do it and um, wash your hands before you start preparing food and um, cut away any of the damaged or bruised areas that you may not have seen, but you see them now. If anything looks rotten, if anything's got green mold or anything on it, throw it away. Um, wash it before you eat. And to me, Washing fruits and vegetables, if you want to do a little bit of a vinegar wash, that's okay, but really just water is enough. Um, Pre-cut bagged produce items like lettuce are pre-washed, and so if the package says it's been pre-washed, just read it and you can use it without washing it anymore if it says that. Um, But even if you plan on peeling it ahead of time like an orange before you eat it, make sure that you wash the orange first. There can be chemicals and stuff on that orange that you'll get onto the actual inside if you don't wash it first. You don't need to wash them with soap or detergent or commercial produce washes. You can just use, like I said, water. That's going to be fine. Um, Scrubbing it with a clean produce brush can help. Like tonight I made potatoes and we had a little produce brush and we scrubbed them um, and drying them with a clean cloth towel may prevent um, more bacteria from transferring to other things. So try to prep your fruit before you go out, kind of separate things into baggies. And like I said, as close to the, as possible to the picnic time and then put ice packs if you need to. And you don't need anything fancy for an ice pack. All you need is a Ziploc bag and just ice in it in a big quart size or gallon size and close it up, and then you have good ice packs, and just make it as cold as possible. The better you can keep yourself safe. Um, So this week I talked about (laughs) food safety and keeping healthy when you're doing your leftovers and getting ready to go out on a picnic. Um, This month we're going to talk all about picnics and eating out and food safety, so I'd appreciate any of your feedback to podcast 
at renaldiethq.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at renaldiethq.com. I appreciate a great deal you listening to me tonight and um, or today, wherever you are. And um, I hope that you have a great weekend. And I hope that whatever um, you plan to do is a very healthy thing. Um, we're going to talk about exercise in a couple months, but again, the preview for next week, uh, we're going to talk about berries and some healthy things you can do with berries and more food safety. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.